Yeah, dude, golfing was sick, man. I shot a 94 for my first round of the year. That's pretty good. 94 with like 10 three putts. The only time I had a one putt uh, on the day, I hit a birdie. So that was – I definitely know where I need to fix my game to be a little bit more dangerous, and it is on the green. Holy Shay becoming the pro at 30 30- – eight we're gonna give you eight years of uh training and you know the small little tournaments and whatnot hey bro this podcast <laughs> takes off let me be you know full time on that driving range and we'll be good to go <laughs> let's make it happen huh you're guaranteed Are you ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. We have an amazing show with just news coming out of every single part, out of all of sports. All Hear sports. that? Hear that sound? That's the breaking news sound, and that's going pretty much nonstop right now. It's going to go off the whole show because we have covered every single part of the Sports world in the last three days. It's only been three days, and we are going to break it all down slowly but surely, and I don't even know where to start. That's how fun this is. If you're following at home, it's going to be NFL, NBA, going to hit a little March Madness, then we're going to, what, wrap it up with some UFC? going to wrap it up with a little UFC and a little March Madness because it is going to be it's, – it's, it's going to be a busy weekend. It's a well, busy weekend. Well, let's start off. I'll, I'll I'll start us off. I'll start us off. I'm Jay. This is my co-host, Angel. I don't know if we even finished the introduction because there's so much breaking news going on. Uh, <laughs> but big things are happening in the NFL. So much so that Zach Wilson having maybe the pro day of the year isn't even making the news. He threw Not even a, in the breaking news. He truly, truly threw maybe the pro day throw, I've, like the best throw I've ever seen. <laughs> Running around it across was great. the like we're talking peak Mahomes, peak Rogers, peak name the special arm. He threw it. Now again, yeah, he played at BYU. His mm-hmm. best game was Carolina, Coastal Carolina, and he did not look that great. Yeah. Um, no, I think he lost that game. Yeah, lost it. Warren yeah. Sharp showed some uh, showed some video where he had a pretty clean pocket most of his college mm-hmm. career. But that arm is there. And you know what? If you can get him a clean pocket, he's dangerous. Still not a yeah. can't-miss prospect. I, I mean, you could definitely see him being more of like a, an RG3 flash-in-the-pan kind of guy. But the arm's there. The tools are there. Yeah. But we're, we're not going to talk about Zach Wilson. I think we'll talk more about him as the draft goes on. Because Absolutely. right in the middle of his pro day, 
the Miami Dolphins decided, screw it, we're trading out of the three pick. And who moved up? New England? Nah. Any number of teams who don't have a quarterback? Nah. San Francisco 49ers, who, according to them, they do not have a particular player in mind. Mm -hmm. They just like a bunch of players up there. And two, have no intention of trading Jimmy G. Then, let's (laughs) just break this all down. Let's just break this all down, and then we'll come back. (laughs) Then, the Dolphins got two first-round picks and 12, traded 12 to the Eagles to move back up to six for – basically swap picks and a first rounder. And I think like a sixth rounder, mm-hmm. not a ton, but Dolphins moved up to six and now the Eagles are sitting at 12. Yeah. So your top six picks of the draft are Jaguars, Jets, Niners, Falcons, Bengals, Dolphins. What a shakeup. <laughs> and just so everyone else is aware in 2021, the Dolphins have six and 18 mm-hmm. and two top 50 picks in the second round. They have a first round pick from San Francisco in 2022. Mm-hmm. And then they have two first round picks, including one from San Francisco in 2023. Mm-hmm. Dolphins suddenly have five first round picks in the next three years. And, and it's and yeah, let's let's just break into this. What a move! And also including in that trade with uh, Dolphins Eagles, um, Eagles do have two picks going into next year. And if Carson Wentz is that guy for the Colts, that second turns into a one. Yeah, so Eagles also have three first round picks going into next year's draft. That yeah. is. All in the span of 25 minutes. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. have traded Laramie Tunsil for four first round picks and a third. Man, what? that's ex- I mean, we talk a lot about like people leaving the Patriots and trying to do Patriot shit other places and how rarely it works out. It worked out this time. The Dolphins are running the game like Bill Belichick dreams of doing. Just round of applause to Chris Greer. Just yeah. a true round of applause to that GM down there that is making money moves. Yeah. And still has Tua. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's the wild thing. Like, yeah. at this point, like, I've seen – we're going to break it down. Let's break it down yeah. team by team, uh, and we're going to go in order of draft picks. So let's start right now with your new number three on the board. Assuming, and I think we can assume, Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Jets, for all intents and purposes, they could throw some throw some wrenches into things and take Swell, Jamar Chase, Pitts from Florida, mm-hmm. the tight end is just – screaming up draft boards yeah i've heard people say that they would take kyle pitts over any of the receivers in this draft 
Whoa. But, <laughs> but, right. hypothetically, like, Big Board says they're taking Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are you doing at three if you're the 49ers? And is it worth three first round draft picks? Um, third. So there is no doubt in my mind that you have moved to three to get yourself a quarterback. Yeah, you could say you're on the news and you're on Twitter saying that Jimmy G is your quarterback going into next year. Absolutely. But you have moved up. You have sold your future for this number three pick. So it has to be a quarterback. I think there is no doubt in my mind Justin Fields goes here. I think that they moved right up front of Atlanta to get their guy. They did their work, and they want Justin Fields. To you, does it say that they're ready to get rid of Jimmy G or that the price for Jimmy G isn't there? It's Justin Fields isn't ready yet. I can see that. I see. I think I yeah. do think that three is a heavy – like they paid a heavy price to move up for a quarterback who might not be ready. Exactly. I'll say that. But at the same time, I don't think a team like the Patriots would have gone three firsts but I could definitely see them trying to move up. I think you're – you. I got to really take a look at Sewell. Number three for Sewell, though? That's crazy. He's like, you're giving – He's three on the big board, though. Yeah, I understand that. But Is three, he a 20-year def- offensive tackle? I or mean, a 15-year tackle? Any blown knee blows that up for you. Any blown knee blows that up for you. You have given up your future for the next two years, so you're either saying this. Jimmy G at 32 is your guy for the next five. So you got him a real solid protection or you go get the receiver for him or you go get your, I don't, at that point, if if you're trading away your future and you're keeping Jimmy G, I don't, I don't see it, man. I don't see it being any other player. I, it has to be a quarterback. Because Jimmy G was a question the second after the 49ers lost the Super Bowl. Oh, never mind. I forgot they got Trent Williams. Yeah, they, they just signed Trent Williams. They just signed Trent. They yeah, gave their, him tackles, money. their tackles are Mike McGlinchey and Trent Williams. So they're going quarterback. Exactly. They're stupid if they don't go. Like, I don't think, granted, their Is receivers Devontae are. Is Smith that good? Their Is receiver, Devontae three good? Their you know receivers are Ayuk and Samuel. I mean, Man, I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe. I mean, you've got Kittle. You don't need Kyle Pitts, but I, I know they love to go too tight. Yeah, but it's receiver. And maybe if it is receiver, they went to three, hoping that someone else would give them a call so they could move to four or five and recoup a pick somewhere. But if you're going three and you're keeping Jimmy, you go to Monte Smith. Yeah, but I mean, my only for you to give is, up a lot, it's got to be quarterback, right? Yeah, my only thought is if maybe if like McGlinchey wanted to move to guard, you pick up a tackle and you could get Swell to play right tackle. But no, I don't. I don't even think that you would do that. I think you you got to go skill position. That is, yeah, and uh, the, man, I, I've it's heard frustrating. a lot. I've, <laughs> well, I've heard a lot of people say that the Dolphins move back, meaning they're looking for Mac Jones or Trey Lance. Yeah, they got out of yeah. They moved out of uh, Zach Wilson range, and they moved into Trey Lance range, and they got picks for it. So but that's again, good. With the, I'll, I'll say this: 
I would put Vegas odds, Vegas odds right now. The 49ers first round pick in 2022 over under 15 and a half. Mm. Under. I think I take under two. Yeah. I texted you as soon as I saw this, especially if the quarterback they draft isn't going to start year one. The 49ers are in a really tough division where every team in that division is getting better. You're seeing what LA is doing, Seattle, if they can keep Russ happy, you're seeing what they're doing. I mean, that's a tough division that you finished six and 10 dead last in the year after you lost the Super Bowl. And you're losing talent. You're not gaining talent. You got worse at wide receiver. You're the same ish at running back your offensive line got a little bit worse. Jimmy G can't stay healthy, but Jimmy G also lost you that Super Bowl and has lost you a lot of games. And your defense has gotten worse. Your secondary has gotten worse. You lost Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman maybe doesn't even have what he brought you before. Your secondary has gotten worse. I think you very well could see, especially in this league where every team is very, very good or at least very, very competitive. You could see the Dolphins stick with Tua and still end up with a top 10 pick next year. I can see them. Yeah, I can see them going with Tua and getting a receiver. They could go get whoever drops to them because they're at a Kyle space Pitts where – Kyle Pitts at six? Pitts and, Pitts and who they have, Gusecki? Uh, yeah, Gusecki. Ooh, that's my tight end for fantasy right there. But, man, it's truly – where, where are these yeah. quarterbacks going to go? If If – 49ers don't get quarterback. If Dolphins stay with Tua. Atlanta. Atlanta gets one. So you go Zach Wilson to Atlanta, which is Detroit. a steal at four. You have Detroit, Detroit seven. You have Carolina no, eight. You, you have traded, Denver nine. You traded Stafford away to get golf and paid for golf. So you need, you're not getting quarterback here. I mean, no way. Again, they said that. Dolphins said they're sticking with Tua. No, you know I, that's crazy. 49ers that be... said Jimmy G's our guy. Okay. And then if people say a lot of things. I don't know. If Zach Wilson is sitting there, maybe yeah, you grab him, Zach Wilson. But if it's any other if it's Trey Lance or no, Justin Fields, no. Man, I was watching I was watching Zach Wilson's pro day. And the only thing I could think is I would love to see him play for the Patriots. But Not he, his his pro day was way too fucking good. No, and that's Bill, probably why the 49ers went crazy and traded all their shit. That's probably it because they're gonna have to find a way to get up to two. And, and they're, they and the they're just pick. and they're just they're just like sending the New York Jets new GM and Salah just all sorts of Sam Darnold USC clips. Man, you got a good one. Yeah, right. But what hey, do you man. want for him? Maybe hey man, maybe what you call it? Maybe. They trade away Jimmy G. Jimmy G and the third pick or Jimmy G. Yeah. Jimmy G and the third pick for the second and some other shit. Then you move up to two. You get Zach Wilson and you it'll, put him and you start him right away. Yeah, It'll be really interesting to see how Zach Wilson plays out. And I, I think I might have to. And again, closer to the draft, I think I'm, we yeah. both probably should watch a little bit of film and really give a breakdown on quarterbacks. But Zach Wilson, the arm looks special. It's, you know, but again, Josh Allen's arm looks special. And then in the playoffs this year, it didn't look very special at all. 
Right. So, and Corey you know, Davis and Jets, Corey Davis did say he's a quarterback, right? Sam Darnold is going to be the quarterback. That's what Corey Davis said. So, moving to three is Suell territory. The 49ers might get to two. Man, I, that, I mean, that would be two. that would be insane. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I, I think it's a wild move for a team that's not a quarterback away from mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. One. Would you take Two. Sam Darnold for 14 or 15? Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Sam Darnold for 15? Yes. No. no. No? You wouldn't take Sam to the Patriots? I would take Sam for like a – for like 45. <laughs> oh, shit. Really? You wouldn't give a first-round pick to, for Sam? If the, Jets, if the Jets, if the Jets draft a quarterback, Sam Darnold has no value. He's going to be no. a free agent next year. If I say, "Oh man, that's crazy," really? You that's think the thing. Sam's like, that bad? They're, do you think they're going to pick up his fifth year option if they draft a quarterback this year? No, no. But so he'll be a free agent. You can sign him for move. free. Don't Why move. would you do that? You, I don't. Uh, ask me this: uh, Sam Darnold or Jared Stidham? Should Sam Darnold? I take Jared Stidham. Oh shit. He's cheaper. He knows the system. Uh, yeah. And you know, like Jared Sam Stidham. Has a better arm. Here's the thing. Jared Stidham at his best has looked exactly like Sam Darnold. The difference between the thing that they both have in common, that they both have in common, inconsistency. <laughs> Can't do it all the time. So at that point, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. I'll take Jared Stidham for free and run him into the ground. <laughs> You got a ton of cap space and you've got a great team. You know? Yeah. Oh. It's so Yeah, so team, I, Sam Darnold. I don't I to just to wrap it up, I don't think Sam Darnold has that much value at all. And he has absolutely zero value if they draft a quarterback. If they draft a quarterback, I guarantee you somebody's gonna reach out to the Jets and like on draft day and be like, hey. Sam Darnold for our fifth here. Sam Darnold for our fourth. You're you're light at corner. You can get a good corner in the fourth round. Sam Darnold <laughs> for a fourth. Like you <laughs> traded all this, you might as well. That kind of thing. All right. I, I, I don't think he has any value. So you've got Atlanta at four. Maybe Trey Lance. Maybe Matt Justin Jones. Fields. May, maybe Justin Fields if he's still available. Maybe quarterback. Yeah. Maybe they go Suell. Maybe they – Atlanta oh. is a team that has so many holes – that I don't think that you can really peg down any one thing. Julio's getting older. They could reload on receiver. You could see them go for like, you could see them go for like a Kyle Pitts. They lost Hayden Hurst last year Mm. and they really haven't replaced him with anybody notable. Um, You got Cincinnati who I would love to see either pick up was a tackle from Northwestern. I think is the second one off the board. I think Suell falls there, honestly. Suell, if he's still available, yeah, or I, think I far, personally would love to see Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow reconnect. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because now that you talk about four with Atlanta, yeah, they if depending on how they see, feel about Matt, bringing in Pitts that situation will be great to the future of that receiving core with Ridley and Gage because those guys are fast and they can route and they can run routes well. So. Yeah, you are you are at a at a point now where I don't think I could accurately predict what position 
Atlanta or the Bengals will draft? Uh, no. Uh, I think for sure uh, Bengals go offensive linemen. I think truly they need to get a solid guy that's going to be there to stand his ground for 10 years. And Suell and the tackle from Northwestern is those guys. I, I agree. Um, I agree. Guys. I completely agree. Like the, the, the head pick is tackle. Head pick is pick somebody that's going to protect Joe Burrow. That line is terrible. And they've really done nothing in free agency to build up that line. Yeah. My, uh, my heart, what I want to watch says Jamar Chase would be <laughs> fucking lit, especially after you lost AJ Green this year. Yeah. You've got nobody in that receiving core. But at the same time, there's a very good chance in the early, early second round, you'll be able to get one of the top five receivers who's left. Yeah, a we'll Bateman, see. a Waddle, somebody who's going to be an impact guy for Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that is absolutely crazy. And after that, at six, you've got the Miami motherfucking Dolphins, who traded back up. They had twelve, mm-hmm. which means they either think they can snag a quarterback, or they think they can snag. They've got a player that they want. Maybe it's a tackle out of Northwestern. Maybe it's Jamar Chase or one of the top wide receivers. Maybe they think they can steal Kyle Pitts to put next to. They also have a young tight end from Penn State, right? Um, or is that Kaseki? That's Kaseki. That's Kaseki. Yeah. They have another tight end that's really good too. So I think I get, tight end might be not be the move for them right there. I get him. I get Kaseki and the the Lions tight end confused all the time. T.J. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. I don't know why. Their names are very different, but they came out the same draft class, mm. and I've drafted one of them in fantasy every year, and it's always been the wrong one. So, <laughs> um, But, yes, they, they definitely have a player in mind or at least a position of need in mind, and I can't wait to see what it is because they're a team that actually might be a quarterback away from mm. – being very at least very competitive in the AFC East. I still think the Patriots reloading is very bad for them because I, th- I think they were very close last year to having having like a real opportunity to get somewhere in that division and really become a powerhouse. And then Patriots were like, say psych right now. We're back. So, I mean, it would really be shitty if they only had a one-year window but I think with the right quarterback play Brian Flores is a really good coach and that defense when it's got pieces is really really good they're running into cap issues now but with the picks they have the next three years if they're smart they can rebuild with some young talent build a really strong core and they can compete against the Patriots year after year and Buffalo that AFC East could be nasty especially if the Patriots can't get a quarterback of the future yeah it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens at six if Deshaun's Um, not doing 10 to 20 and the Patriots can get him into Foxborough (laughs) from that Aaron Hernandez rehabilitation program yeah we'll see how that goes and then the last team that traded their pick from six to 12 is the Eagles now in front of them is the Lions Panthers Broncos Cowboys and the Giants so we have no idea what's going to happen in that situation but the Eagles moving from 6 to 12 just means that they have 
more trust in Hertz than we do in Philly. And at 12, they have a position, they're in the position to get him a weapon in a receiver, or at 12, you're going to go get a defensive piece. And at the same and time, you need, and you need an edge rusher, and at 12 is their best place to go get the Michigan kid. They also moved up 23 picks in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. 156 to 123, they swapped those. And they pick up the Dolphins' 2022 first-round pick. Which, again, we've talked about the AFC East and how tough it is. If you told me the Miami Dolphins right now, over under 14 and a half for what's that 2022 first-rounder going to be? I I think that would be a really good bet. Because I could very easily see if New England and Buffalo – uh, finish 1-2 in that division or 2-1 in that division, that could easily drift into like a 13, a 14, a pretty solid pick for next mm-hmm. year. And then the Eagles will have two first-round picks. Yeah, the Eagles could potentially have three with Carson Wentz situation. Yeah, and they need to and they need to build through the draft with some young talent for Jalen Hurts. So it's going to be potentially a rough year for Jalen Hurts, but at 12, yeah, I agree. You can get – and I hope they do pick – Oh. Waddle or Devon Smith or a Rashad, somebody. I mean, I don't think I, they're going to lose Zach Ertz. I don't think they've lost him yet. Not yet, but they're going to move. But him, they're so. going to lose Zach Ertz. They have uh, that kid out of South Dakota, Dallas Godert. Yep, Dallas. They have Godert, yep. who's good. Their receivers, Rieger, Ward, and Fulgham, are in Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, their receiving core is just actually terrible. Yeah, so receiver is probably your best bet at 12. Yeah, I definitely think that. I think that's Jamar Chase territory. Could be Devontae Smith, man. Could be, man, because that front front of that uh, draft, they have receivers. They don't need to go get a guy. Um, The Broncos could. Um, Dallas is not going to. Giants won't do it. The Panthers are going to get a defense or a quarterback. So receiver could drop all the way to the Eagles, and that could be Devontae Smith. I mean, I could see the Panthers going wide receiver just because they lost Samuel this year. They need somebody to fill that gap. But, I mean, again, you're talking Panthers, Broncos. Broncos could also look at, like, a Mac Jones. They could try to go quarterback. Cowboys, they're tight against the cap. They'll go, they're going to go going, defense. They're going to go get see a them going wide receiver. Yeah, I, don't, I mean – Man, a lot of these teams have a lot of holes low in the draft where I'm not really sure what direction they'll go. And that's not including defense. We're definitely going to have a corner go in the top 12. Yeah. Potentially two. Like, there's some good corners in this draft. Uh, Mel Kuyper the other day said he could see 40 cornerbacks going in this draft. 40. 4-0. 40. There's that many good weapons. And Mike Zimmer might draft 10 of them. Yeah. Starting off right away at 14 for sure. Or, yeah. Yeah, 14. Yeah. So, uh, it would be – I definitely think the Eagles are going 12 with a wide receiver. It would be their second year in a row getting a receiver with their first-round pick. Last year they picked the wrong one. Hopefully this year they picked the right one. But I don't hate going from 6 to 12 if you like Jalen Hurts a lot, which good for them, not – doing what they did to Carson Wentz with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out the Eagles. Good for them. I love the move of t- 
telling Jalen Hurts, hey, you're our guy this year. You're our guy next year. We're not going to draft a replacement for you. We're going to build around you and give you a real shot at this because I think that's the, that's the right thing to do. And I think that town, that team, they need something steady under center. And Jalen Hurts, in the limited time he played last year, looks like a competitor, looks like a guy who wants to be there and wants to win. And honestly, I mean, you pick, basically picked Jalen Hurts over Doug Peterson last year. Sure you pissed at Doug Peterson for benching Jalen Hurts for Sudfeld. Yep, Sudfeld. Fucking joke. To but, lose the game. <laughs> yeah, you, you picked Jalen Hurts over your coach. So by all means, I don't think their head coach is anything special, but Jalen Hurts just might be. See how that goes. So that, that's wild day in the NFL right now. Like I said, Zach Wilson had a very good pro day from everybody who I've listened to. I The Buccaneers became the first team in NFL history to bring back all 22 starters from a Super Bowl winning team. The most boring news of the day. Thank you very much. And had, we had to be said. Over, had to be said. Over a month away from the NFL draft, still, so plenty of time to keep shaking things up in this top ten. And my prediction is the Jets do not stay at two. Yeah. Have a Friday, dude. <laughs> Have a like a random ass Friday at the end of March, and the NFL just decides, hey, NBA trade deadline. Hold my fucking beer. Yeah, but the NBA deadline said, hold on, hold on. We are news too. And man, you want to talk about shaking things up and players moving all over the place? Take us into the NBA, Angel. Let's go. Breaking Listen. news sound effect all day the last two days. I, uh, I <laughs> Every time my phone goes off, it's you sending me an NBA trade. <laughs> yeah. The deadline was... The most exciting thing, all these players moving and guys that you don't think is moving, guys that, yeah, we're absolutely going to move this guy. Don't move. And I'm going to break it all down here. Let's start off with the Nuggets. The Nuggets go out and get two big guys to help out Jokic down there so Jokic can go ahead and be that offensive threat. They go ahead and get uh, NBA champion in JaVale McGee, and then you go get a defensive star in Aaron Gordon. And you bring him into Denver. This team has now moved up so much. And now you could truly crown Jokic as your MVP king. Because this team said, you know what? We're going to move pieces. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get the help we need. We are not going to lose in the first round this year. And they did that shit, go and get these two big centers, man. It was crazy, man. I did not expect these uh, the Nuggets to land Aaron Gordon. I didn't think that they would be in the running, especially having a center like Jokic. I guess you're going to move Jokic to four and let him do his thing, and it's going to be super fun, super, super fun. Um, other big news. I want to talk about the Chicago Bulls. They said, hey, Zach, before you come in the office and demand a trade, we're going to go get you some help. They go out and go get Daniel Tice, which is 
surprising to me because we were talking about how the Celtics need a center. They go ahead and move their center. And also, they go get Nikola Bovich. I'm sorry, horrible names. But that is Vucevic, sorry. And that is a major move for Chicago. Man, who thought that Chicago Bulls would be a damn buyer in this deadline? They went out and did it. They went out and got Zach the help they need. And now Chicago Bulls is a team to watch out. I'm not saying this year, but next year, they're going to be a team that's going to be very competitive. Also, I want to talk about Norm Powell going from the Raptors to the Blazers. Number three, three-point shooter in the league right now. He's going over to the Blazers, and he is going to help out that whole situation. That top three guards that they have now, they're going to put Powell in there with Cullum and uh, Dame Lillard. That team now is looking really good, and them boys can all shoot. So watch out for them boys to be the new Splash Brothers, at least for this year until Clay gets back. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I'm i just kind of looking at – Updated futures <laughs> odds. Oh yeah, um, another move. Hey man, we said that uh, Porzingis is on the move and needs to be moved. They did not move him, but they also got help for Luca, and they brought in an assassin, and they brought in JJ Redick to help them out. What do you think about JJ Redick going to Dallas? I love that move, actually, because <laughs> I mean that's the thing. Luca is a true point. Mm-hmm. He's yep. a true point. He's you and you can see he's making those magical passes. He just needs people to knock it down. Yeah. He, he needs to be a double double guy night in and night out. Mm-hmm. And having JJ Redick not only gives you vet leadership, it gives you somebody who knows how to run an offense, somebody who knows how to work into space. And Porzingis, you said Porzingis didn't get moved. Yeah, but Porzingis is playing like a man who knows he's his ass is on the mm-hmm. chopping block. He's playing like a man who knows if it's you or Luca. They're keeping Luca. Your ass is out, man. <laughs> and that, that's two teams for Porzingis. So he's he's playing his ass off right now. He's playing like a guy who wants to stay in Dallas. Yeah, he's he's basically playing like they said, hey, Cavaliers are interested in you. Cavaliers and the Timberwolves. What do you think? Nice and cold up there. It's like, I play better. I play better. <laughs> so yeah, he's playing much better. I still, I mean, man. With Luca and JJ Redick and Kristaps Porzingis playing the way he's been playing, their odds didn't shift. They're still they're about uh, plus four thousand, mm-hmm. depending on where you go to win the NBA title. Uh, so that they didn't actually move at all with that acquiring JJ Redick. But I think, man, Luca's special, and you with those three playing well. They're going to give any team in the playoffs trouble. Exactly. But what do you think about the future for the Miami Heat? Picking up Victor Oladipo to add them to this team with Jimmy Buckets, and they found a way to keep Hero, even though I would definitely trade Tyler Hero for James Harden, and I would definitely trade Tyler Hero for Kyle Lowry. But they my, love Tyler Hero. They think oh Tyler, my God. They think Tyler Hero is going to be J.J. Reddick, but Harden? Better, apparently. Harden, though? Apparently, you bring yeah. Harden in? 
And what we're talking about is I sent an Angel an article where apparently for, was it Drummond and Harden? Mm-hmm. Both of those pieces would have been moved to Miami. Both of those pieces, Tyler Hero was the sticking point. He was the, uh, what you call it, the Rajon Rondo of the <laughs> early 2000 Celtics. Mm-hmm. He was the one piece that we're not trading. Anybody else but Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Hero. But, I mean, I know next year Oladipo is a free agent, but the Heat at plus 2,500 right now to win the title – Man, that's looking like a great bet because I love them out of the East now. I say that the Heat are the East Kings now. They will be the number one seed going into the East. I would love to see Oladipo. Again, so many people don't mesh with Jimmy Butler and just the Mm -hmm. way that he's like, oh, are you dead? No, then keep dribbling. (laughs) Jimmy Butler's like, oh, really? My mom kicked me out of the house when I was 12 because she didn't like the way I looked. I was living in on the streets but you're having trouble playing basketball for a living. Like Jimmy Butler just doesn't play any games. But right. if he, if Oladipo can mesh with Jimmy Butler the way that Tyler Hero and Bam have, you've got a hell of a starting five and you've got bench scoring too. And, and you're not done yet because these no. two big guys bought out of their contracts and they're looking for teams. And I'm talking about Andre Drummond and LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge. Uh-huh. Both bought out of their contract. LaMarcus Aldridge is talking to the Heat, Lakers, Clippers, and Nets. And Drummond is actually talking to the Knicks, Lakers, Clippers, Celtics, and the Hornets. So he is out when it comes to Miami Heat, but LaMarcus Aldridge is in. LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge being that center for Miami with Bam at four, with Jimmy at three depot at two <laughs> Duncan at one yeah I and here off the bench I and here off the bench I think that is a hell of a team again we've talked about the Brooklyn Nets a lot mm-hmm. and them getting Blake was huge I think if they're playing 90 percent and they're on the same page that's just a freight train. But if they're playing like yeah. 85%, if they're out of practice, if, you know, they're not feeling it that night or Jimmy Butler just decides, fuck these guys, man, I think that he can take them to the woodshed. That series goes to seven for sure. For sure. hundred percent. That, that series... is, that is officially must watch TV. And I will say that if it goes to seven, I think the heat will take that over and beat them man putting jimmy on durant and letting everything else fall in place with victor lola Depot being a great defender as he is too being on harden yeah it's going to be a little dance with uh Kyrie and robinson and throw hero at him too but the paint that's miami heat yeah you have Blake and you have Jordan, but those guys are a little older compared to Bam and Aldridge. Aldridge now being the older guy, if he goes there, I yeah. truly think that he win and take that over. I would love, love to see them extend Oladipo and make that the team going forward for a couple of years. Yeah, I yeah, I just I love that lineup. I think that's so such a great lineup. Spolster's a great coach. Tyler Hero 
had his playoff success and then disappeared for four games in the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, now you've got a very experienced playoff ready roster. And I think the heat come back with a vengeance because Jimmy buckets will not retire without an NBA championship. I just don't think there's any way that he will do that. No, there's no way. And so Andre Drummond. First off, hey, Milwaukee Bucks, what are you doing? Because everybody else is getting much, much better. I think the Bucks did all their – I think Bucks used all their money in the offseason as they were trying to get uh, – Giannis has signed the big contract. I think they're they got still, all the pieces. They're still plus seven. They're still plus seven hundred, and the Heat are plus twenty five hundred. I don't understand that at all. Oh, that's going to change. This all this is moving around today, yesterday. Yeah. So all this is going to change here in a little bit. It's, hey guys, if you're listening, go put your bet in for the Heat now because that if will you can if you can change. bet that if you can bet that right now. I'm trying to get. I've looked at like three or four different places trying to find like the most up to date. I know a lot of people switch off the futures bets during like the end of free agency. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks like Miami is up to opened at plus thirteen hundred. They dropped down to plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, I just I have to think that's going to go back up. Right, that will definitely jump up to probably plus a thousand after all this is said and done. Probably mm-hmm. plus seven fifty, maybe. Yeah, if you can bet it, I I would put put a few shekels down on the <laughs> Miami Heat. What else you got in the NBA? Andre Drummond's uh, list of teams is very interesting. You got uh, L.A., so you got the Lakers and Clippers that's in it. And if they get Drummond, clearly, any piece that you add to those teams just puts them over the top. So, but the other three teams is what I want to talk about. The Knicks being on there. Drummond with Julius Randle. What do you think that would look like? What do you think? How how do you how successful do you think Andre Drummond will be in a Tom Thibodeau offense? I mean, Tom Thibodeau's offense is just really centered around solid basketball, and it's centered around bigs being big, mm-hmm. and your stars playing big minutes. So, I mean, you throw another big body in there with Julius Randle. Look how Julius Randle's been doing. If you can put Julius Randle at like the four and put Drummond in the five, you've got a skilled big lineup and Thibodeau loves to bang the ball down in the paint. Mm -hmm. So I actually, I think Drummond to the Cavs or to the Knicks, I should say, I would love that for the Knicks. I don't think that. I think that gets them a series. I think that wins them a series in the playoffs. I don't think that gets them to the finals, but no. I definitely think that gets basketball. That gets Knicks fans real excited. That gets Stephen A smiling ear to ear on first take for sure. Yeah. That gets uh, Madison square garden full when everything is said and done with um, yeah. man, Andre Drummond going to the Boston Celtics would be the best pickup for any team out of the list that we talked about right now because they need they, it. They cut Tice. Yeah, they really need it. And adding a guy like Andre Drummond to all these shooters around him, it would be such an amazing 
fresher breath. I mean, fresher breath air for those guys because they do they are playing really, really like sluggish basketball. They're the eighth seed in the in the uh, East. They're playing tonight against Milwaukee. I put I put them on the I paid some money for them today. I thought they played a really good game a couple nights ago. They lost by two. They're playing against Milwaukee. That's red hot right now. So I did put money on Boston because Boston is slowly getting the all right, man. We did pick up a good player. We are in the name. We are in the running for Andre Drummond. They did pick Evan Fournier. Uh, Fournier. Fournier. They picked him up. A lot of people don't know who he is. I had to look him up and figure out who he was. He is a pretty good piece to add to that team. If you add Drummond to that team, watch out. Because... I mean, he's a he's a 20, 20 points off the bench kind of guy, six seven shooter. I mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I mean, I think I don't think he starts, but off the bench, I don't I don't hate that at all. You know. No. Right, and if you could find a way to convince Drummond to come through, that team becomes to be a very scary team to play in the playoffs because they're young, they're fast, they run. And if you can, them. and if you can, man, if you can get it so that Tristan Thompson doesn't have to play a five, I think that's huge. Apparently, yep. uh, uh, Jalen Brown said uh, cap when someone was posting about how people hate Tristan Thompson in that locker room and that he's a locker room issue, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. But man, I mean, this is wild to say, but 20, Andre Drummond was a 2020 or a 2012 draft pick. He's immediately a vet presence in that locker room, which I think they need. <laughs> Honestly, I love Jalen Brown. I love Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart's great. Like I love that starting lineup for the Boston Celtics. But they need a real guy to go in there and not be nice. You know what I mean? Mm. They all seem too friendly, and they seem like they really like each other. They they almost need a guy like a Jimmy Butler to come in and be like, nah, you don't understand. I'm a real lead dog. I'm the one who is going to set the pace here. Hey, Tatum's supposed to be that guy. I know, you been, I know you've been here. Yeah, Tatum <laughs> – I, dude, don't get me started on Tatum. I love Tatum. I love his game. I love that he grew like two inches last year. But, mm-hmm. man, he's a volume shooter who thinks he's Kobe, but I don't think he backs up Kobe. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he just needs a couple more years. A couple more years to – he's still super young. He's 24. He I mean, there's been, there, there's, develop. there's been a lot of years, but here's the thing. They don't want to move Jalen Brown. They don't want to move Jason Tatum. They want to keep those two together. That's your core. Eventually, you need to start Kimba. You need to start doing something. Yeah, you're gonna move Kimba eventually. So once you do that, um... honestly, if they had traded Kemba for Rondo again instead (laughs) of Lou Will for Rondo, I think that makes them a better team too. To get a true facilitator in there, true facilitator and a true facilitator who's gonna tell them how things go. Yeah. And they definitely need Tatum to be the score, the end of game score. Kemba's taking a lot of those shots. Yeah. He's the older guy. He's the one making the most money, but I think it's time to move Kemba. So we'll see what happens in Boston. I really hope they get drumming because it will be very interesting. Um, Two guys that didn't move. Lonzo ball. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. 
Kyle Lowry's the best Raptor ever, stays a Raptor, and Lonzo Ball, rumored everywhere, stays a Pelican. What happens next year to these guys? Where do you think they fit better next year? Because I think Lonzo going to Chicago would have been very interesting. I mean, they they still want him, and they're more than a year away. I could definitely see definitely see Lonzo making his way to Chicago. Yeah. Um. Man, I just does Lonzo does Lonzo and Lamelo ever play about, ball together again? What do you think about the New Orleans Pelicans right now? Ah. Uh, because you know. look at their starting five: Lonzo, Bledsoe, Ingram, Zion, Steve Adams, Stephen Adams. Steven Adams has a crazy expensive contract. Way too much. Yeah, that's but, a lineup that sounds like they should be winning a lot more than they are. And they have Josh Hart and they had J.J. Redick off the bench. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, I just – I don't understand how they're not winning games. I don't know if it's a coaching thing, but, man, if I'm them, like, Lonzo Ball is a true facilitator. He's a true point. Yeah, He is, like, a taller CP3. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as great a shot, but no, similar style. I, I don't know how you can't win games, and it feels too bad to me that you're gonna blow that up so fast when you know Zion's just getting started. Mm-hmm. But man, I would I would love to see the Pelicans try to extend him. I do think New Orleans has something; they just need to get it consistent. Yeah, I don't. It but really Chicago, depends. the Clippers, I heard, might be interested. Because the Clippers, if the Clippers don't make a deep run, potentially to the NBA Finals in the next two years, the Kawhi experiment is a complete waste. Mm-hmm. It's a failure. No other way about it. They designed that team to win now, and they're not winning now. No, they should have definitely pressed more to get a, another point guard in that situation, and they didn't. But they are still in the heat for – one of these big men and these big men do bring a very, very big different dynamic to that team once they get one. So they can still make a move here. So I want to see what happens. That's what's so fucked about the NBA is that there's never 30 good prospects. No, like the, the, the Clippers are good enough to where they'll never be able to, or at least very rarely the odds are super low that they'll be able to draft a really good point guard that's going to be able to play solid minutes for them. No, they, just they got to trade or they got to buy one. Pretty much. And you can make moves. They just don't really do it at all. Cause the draft is so unpredictable. You just don't, you never really know what's going to happen. That's why you say there's never good prospects. You're only hit on five, top five, top 10 guys. And that's yeah, just I mean, how it is. I mean, I mean, they they really should have dropped a dropped a bag for Lonzo. Try to get him. Try to get. I mean, somebody like they they do need to get. I mean, they should have tried to make a move for like a even like a Ricky Rubio. Well, they ended up they ended up with Rajon Rondo. It's not bad. Which is for, not bad. Cost him Lou Will Lemon Pepper Lou. He was gonna retire. He's like, hey man, I was I was really about to be done, but that's how it is. He was very upset with leaving uh, L.A. And he's back at he's back in Atlanta. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, bro. We know where you at. 
Magic City shout, after shout practice, out. before practice. Shout out to Lou. We know where you at. Have a good day, man. Have a good day, man. <laughs> oh, man. Out of all this, man, Kate, the Miami Heat will be number one out of the East. They have made big moves. And Andre Drummond, LaMarcus Aldridge, that's going to be the breaking news coming out the weekend. And I hope they move sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, I think the sooner you move on a piece like that, the better for mm-hmm. everybody. It's also interesting to see the Lakers really not doing a ton with LeBron and AD out. I know you don't have a ton of money and you're a little bit limited in terms of, you know, what you can move because you need to, you need five players on the court and you need some bench players, but man, we kind of talked about how they could use a little bit of extra firepower with LeBron and AD both being out. And they definitely didn't do that. They're playing their odds. They're playing their odds kind of the way they're, they're playing it very cautiously, I would say. Right. And yeah, I mean, they are still in the running for these big men and they need to, they just need to hurry up. They need a deadline. I think guys that buy out need a deadline too. Like midnight, you got to sign with the team or yeah. you got to play next year. <laughs> Cause these guys can sit all for the rest of the season and then sign at the end of the pl- sign right before the playoffs. What else uh, you got big guy, man. It's 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 a sweet weekend. It's a really sweet weekend. Yeah. So yeah, for sure more to come in the NFL and NBA, but man, that was that was a wild couple of days cuz not only is it it's big draft picks and it's big pieces being moved all over the place. Mm-hmm. Almost makes hockey seem like, oh, whatever. Yeah, but the madness continues though. Till Taylor Hall moves. The Buffalo Sabres. There's nothing really going on in hockey. I mean, they uh, Sabres went out and got Eric Stahl. I mean, Eric Stahl's a little older or whatnot, but he's still a forward that could get up a couple goals. Here is here is a gambling tip for everybody out there right now, and I'm going to be doing this for the rest of the season. Bet against the Buffalo Sabres. Here's the thing: you're going to go. You might not make a ton of money. Like right now, minus 360. If you go into your gambling app, there's a call a three-way line. I bet a lot of three-way lines, and that's winning in regulation. So you have three options. One team wins, the other team wins, or it's a tie. It's called a three-way line. And you usually get like – you can buy like 60. So tomorrow, Boston against Buffalo Sabres, they're minus 360. If you bet the three-way line, it'll probably go down to somewhere between 290 and 310. I'm betting that every single game against <laughs> Buffalo. And I'm also going to bet the puck line. So it's minus one and a half. It's minus 145. Uh, quick little statistic for everybody out there. The Buffalo Sabres have won, have lost a game by exactly three goals nine times since their last win. Damn. So <laughs> the last two games – I have bet they played the Pittsburgh Penguins. I bet the Pittsburgh Penguins minus two and a half. 
and that was around plus 180 plus 190 I won and I also bet them plus three minus three and a half uh, last night and the Penguins won by four that was plus 390 as well so bet against the Buffalo Sabres don't go crazy to be safe I would go in regulation and I would go puck line minus one and a half and I would money back guarantee with that asterisk money's not actually guaranteed but I will money back guarantee you will win money if you do that every game for the rest of the year that is a guaranteed, but not really guaranteed. Not really guaranteed. Take that responsibly. <laughs> um, man, UFC night tomorrow night. Two sixty. Big heavyweight fight, and I have breaking news on Mirchich. Are you ready? Fifteen thousand live bodies in Jacksonville, Florida. Mirchich is going to fight 30 pounds less than Nganu. Miocich? Stipe? Miocic, sorry, Stipe. Stipe is going to fight 30 pounds less than Nganu. He came He's, he's got the belt right now, right? Light. Yeah, he's a champion. Defending champion. He just beat DC. Well, let's hop into... We're already starting, but let's hop into the picks of the week and let's have Angel break down this UFC card for us. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Funny not actually guaranteed. Big gamble responsibly. Um, this is going to be a very interesting card. Um, we did lose a featherweight championship. Uh, Alexander's not going to fight Brian. Um, it was supposed to be for the featherweight. It's going to be, it was supposed to be a great fight, but it didn't work out. COVID things happen, man. But the rest of that card is very, very interesting. You got Tyron Woodley trying to show that he still has gas in that tank. He's going to fight Lukic. Lurik? Sorry, man. I'm horrible with these names. But he's going to fight a number nine seed. And it's going to be very interesting what happens there. Also, the return of Sean O'Malley. Boy is back after breaking his foot. He took a horrible loss because he just was he was trying to take out this dude's leg. And he kicked wrong, and he broke his ankle, his foot. So he was out for almost nine months. He's back in the ring. Is Woodley on the last fight of his contract? Yes, this is the last one. So he's so trying I to thought. show that he still got it, yeah. He's plus um, 190. Yeah, he is. So that's wild. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he's, hey, he, he's a guy, man, Tyrone Woodley. He's a, he's a guy. He's a guy that he's just so big. Usually big fighters get gassed, and I always bet on him to get gassed. And he just hasn't. He's gone five rounds strong more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a special talent, but he's definitely getting up there in fights. And yep. Sugar Sean, Sugar Sean, he's got knockout power that's crazy. He can make a highlight reel real quick. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I could see a lot of these fights going both ways. I never count Tyron Woodley out. 
Sean O'Malley, there's ring rust is real. We've seen it over and over again, but mm-hmm. man, when he's on, he's a guy <laughs> like, uh, like vintage Cub Swanson, mm-hmm. where when Cub Swanson's striking was on, he would just pepper you with power shots that were so accurate. He would just knock guys out. Like when he fought the Korean zombie mm-hmm. and he just, every punch right on the money and just jabbed the shit out of him. Right. One of my favorite fights of all time. Mm-hmm. And then Stipe Nagano, man, Nagano, when he is on, it's a nightmare. But Stipe beat DC. Stipe, he's a heavyweight champ. He's got the strap right now, right? Yeah, he does, man. But I am I'm very worried about those 30 pounds. Yeah. Uh, when we just saw Israel fight and he came in 30 pounds underweight and John went and did his thing, laid on him, beat up on him. And in Ganu, he has, he said that the last fight was, he was not fighting himself. He couldn't even recognize himself that this fight is going to be a complete difference. And it's going to be fireworks right from the gate. I think this fight doesn't last not even three rounds. Heavyweight is, heavyweight's what, 220 plus? Uh, two, 205 between 260. 205. You gotta be, you, yep, you got to be under 260. Because lay heavy is 205. Yep, 205. So what is what did Stipe actually weigh in at? So you know? he was at uh, 225. 225. So Nagano's yep. coming at 255. 255 man that is that the heaviest heavyweight since brock lesnar um i believe so because brock lesnar was like cutting to make 260 yep he cuts to make 260 and ganu cut to 255 man woof (laughs) so who you who you got um do you have your picks ready for that or you or is that going to be a night up for you no i'm going to go with stipe i'm going to go with the champion um, plus 115. Plus 115. I'm going to take the plus 115. Um, he won the first fight. He dominated the first fight. Even though Francis said he didn't see himself, hey, I think Stipe is that guy. I think he even coming under 30 pounds, I am worried about it. I already put my bet in, so I'm going with Stipe. <laughs> Are you just going to bet straight money line, or do you have a, a method of victory? No, no, I'm going to go straight money line this thing. Um, you know, it's heavyweight, so I know it, they usually don't go into submissions. So it's either knockout or five rounds. So I think it's going to end in a knockout. It's going to be Stipe that's going to catch him. Yeah, Nagano by KO is even odds, which is crazy. Because he's uh, – him to just win is minus 135, but by KO – like that's by like very clearly the preferred method of victory. Mm-hmm. It's Nagano by KO, TKO or DQ is even odds. By submission is plus twenty four hundred, or by decision is plus sixteen hundred. So the smart odds, and then it's Stipe by KO is two ten. So Nagano by KO is the favorite. Then Stipe, then Stipe by decision, and then it's. Nagano by decision, but those top three, uh, Vegas is very heavy on. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Stipe. Um, and I'm gonna go with some March Madness picks. I'm gonna just give you my uh, my uh, 
my two picks that I feel very strong about, I think Michigan is going down. I think Florida State defense is very, very hot right now. So we're going to see number one Michigan go down. And I'm going to stick with Jim Boeheim, and I'm going to stick with Syracuse to beat Houston. Who are you on the rest of the UFC card? You're not putting any money on it, but who's who are your picks for the first, the top three fights? Oh, um, I'm going to go with Sean O'Malley for sure. I think uh, Sean O'Malley is going to he's going to kick a lot less. <laughs> he's not going to come in. He's going to come with his hands, knowing that his hands is what got him here. I don't know why he's changing things up. He's going to go ahead and take care of that fight. And, and are you, are you I'm going to go. It's, it's tough, man, because. Woodley? Woodley or. Uh, man. Vicente. Vicente. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and go with Woodley. I, Woodley is going to go ahead and wrestle better. He's going to look better. He's going to look sharper. And Willie's going to go ahead and win that fight. I think we're on like the same. I think we're, our picks are the same for the UFC. I also, Woodley just has a knack for when people are counting him out and he's on that last fight he tends to win in a pretty impressive fashion. So I, I don't hate that Woodley pick at all. I think Sean O'Malley's just too good to lose. And, man, I, it's hard to bet against Stipe just because there have been so many matches where Nagano has just not shown up. He's kind of – they're different fighters, but he reminds me a lot of Overeem where he'll get real streaky and he'll – hit three, four in a row, and then just lose two for no reason at all. All right. But anyway, you got Michigan over – or Florida State over Michigan plus 115. Yep. And I got uh, Syracuse over Houston. Dang, that's a – picking some dogs plus 220 there too. Man, I'm going to go ahead and stay with the madness, man. Madness, there we go. <laughs> Well, I'm going to stick to hockey because every time I don't stay in my lane. Ah, come on. Give me a damn college pick. Don't even put money on it. Just give me a college pick. Don't even give me Gonzaga either. Don't give me Gonzaga either. (laughs) LeVar Ball, stay in your lane. Ah, Stay in your lane. I'll take Nova over Baylor. Perfect. Thank you. I'll take it. I love Villanova. I think Jay Wright. I think Jay Wright is legit. I think he's one of the best coaches in college basketball. Villanova underrated. People counting them out because Colin Gillespie went down. They've taken a little bit to find their stride, but they won their last round in very impressive fashion. I still think they've got shooters. And that's a team where any player on that roster can take over and win them a game. So I'll go. And I don't trust Baylor. They're going (laughs) to wear some highlighter-ass uniforms. and Stay in my lane. Stay in my lane. But I could break it all the way down for you. Man, I'm putting money on it, man. I'm putting money on Villanova, man. I I can break (laughs) it down, but, you know, I put it on the Instagram and it loses. So what do you you want to do? Uh, (laughs) Hockey, I'm going to stick. I'm going to take – do what I said. I'm taking the Bruins minus two and a half, minus one and a half in regulation. I think they're going to whoop up on the Buffalo Sabres. They missed a couple games with COVID. And – 
there's a Bruins team that really needs to show something because they're about to break it up. Their core needs, they, their core likes each other and they're going to stay together. They've all taken very team friendly contracts, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't matter if you don't win and they have not won as much as they need to. Um, I'm also going to hop on, I think I'm going to hop on the Nashville Predators over the Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago just got done with a knockdown drag out war against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I think that they, I think they're going to try to come out too fast, but Nashville's been hot lately. I'm going to take them. And then, man, there are some if – you're, if you're looking for uh, something to do while you're waiting for the UFC fights, there is really good hockey being played on Saturday, if that's your thing. Vegas and Colorado, two teams I have futures on, could go either way, depending on who's in gold. But you're going to have probably Grubauer and Fleury in net, and that's going to be a knockdown dragout war. You've got Edmonton and Toronto. You've got an incredible matchup there with the two favorite teams in the North Division. Islanders and Pittsburgh, another one that could go both ways. Tampa Bay, Carolina, Florida, Dallas. These are teams that you could see play each other in the first round of the playoffs. They are really, really good matchups. I think that I am going to go with Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers at uh, minus 110. Hit that money line a little bit and just see how that goes. But I also don't hate a lot of these overs. So, yeah, bet accordingly. Fuck it, I've convinced myself. I might hit Villanova too. Why not? (laughs) There you go. Go with the madness, man. Just stay with the madness. It's all good. And Angel's Angel's going to be watching the dirt on NASCAR. Yes, sir. I am watching NASCAR, man. First first race in the dirt in 50 years. It is going to be very exciting. I am going with the guy that just got off the dirt. I'm going to go with Christopher Bell to win it all. There it is. I don't even know who that is, but you know what? I might throw I might throw a unit down on it just because Angel's so sure, and he is definitely due. Man, it is very very frustrating betting sometimes and it is about time i have a hot weekend and this is it all right this is my weekend to shine so please bet responsibly (laughs) yeah bet responsibly as it says in the uh in the intro wait who are you taking uh christopher bell christopher bell trying to see what those odds are plus 1800 not bad there we go I'll take him. He is uh, one of the young rising stars of the league. So it is going to be very fun racing. I am not going to miss on this one this time. I did always bet Ryan Blaney, always do, because he was one of the first guys that I saw kind of like move around when I was first watching NASCAR. And I was like, I like Ryan, man. I really do. Didn't put money on him. I put money on Hamlin. Kirk and and Logano. Boom. Blaney comes out and wins at plus 800. I'm like, oh, 
Not even in NASCAR, man. But I highly recommend watching this race, guys, because it's in the dirt. It's going to be very interesting. And it's going to be different how they race. So it's going to be a lot of drifting and hopefully not too many crashes, but a lot of crashes. That's what I'm here for. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. It starts raining. It's going to be awful. I'm going to cancel the whole thing. That'd be terrible. <laughs> what are you gonna do with your day then? Um, man, Sunday? Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Probably watch hockey. Yeah. Hey, I. It's it's great hockey going to be played. Yeah. A lot of teams are gonna show what they're made out of, and this is gonna have some serious implications as to at least how I bet the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna pay attention to this week in hockey because. It sounds like a lot of big teams are playing each other and going into betting into the betting into hockey playoffs is what I'm going to get into. I'm going to put a lot of hockey bets in when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to break that down with you because it's a lot of especially right now. It's a lot of hot teams at the exact same time. So that's that's awesome. It's great for the sport. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, man. That was a wild 12 hours that we had to go through in the NBA. Um, A wild four hours, five hours that we had to go through in the NFL. But we got it all covered. (laughs) Barely. Barely. Yeah, because there's more to come. Wild weekend in the last weekend of March. Um, Thank you for listening to Money Back Guarantee. Um, please follow us at money underscore back underscore podcast. Um, we put all our picks on there. We put our videos on there. Come check us out on all our socials and like, s- subscribe, and share this shit. Yeah, let's grow it. Let's get some guests on. Let's get some merch out. Let's uh, let's do the thing and let's all make some money gambling. Hell yeah. Money back guarantee, but not really guaranteed. Not really, not really guaranteed. Happy birthday, Dare. <laughs> Dress it up and make it real for me. <laughs> Whatever that fucking means. There's something in the staff for me. Spend a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roll of pound up a gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We're the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga. Go let them have We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shoot a nigga tragic. Hold on, wanna live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want it for the bitch that might have made me fuck her, even though she average. Dirty money in the cook. 45 by my good, we young nigga in the cut. Take you out for some joints. It's countish money, no rush. I'm on the one way flush. Loud packs, really must. This fucking police can't touch me. This bogus police can't touch me. This fucking niggas can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the VVS. I try to fall like it was a ship. Try to fall like it was a ship. Lift it up and go to now set. Fuck a cougar like she holly pack. Future hits is dirty, spray legendary. Spin a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to next.
passion. Gotta roll a pound up a gas Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We're the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga gonna let him have We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shoot a nigga tragic. Only one to live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want for the bitch that might have made me fuck her even though she average.